I want this on record. The only things left after the apocalypse will be cockroaches, share the Fast and Furious franchise on Blu-ray. Hey everyone, welcome to Big Campaign Stories. I'm Jeff, your GM. You're with us here on a special episode of Oops, All GMs. I'm joined here by four different GMs, starting with... Hey, it's me! Um, I'm Alex. I go by BlondeNerd94 all over the internet, where you have eyes, um, and the Legends of Aranis podcast, which will shortly be gracing your ears. And I am playing... Ruffle Humber Jacquard III, nicknamed Humble for his obvious humbleness, and he is a Thundercaller bard who has a passion for becoming the greatest EDM DJ there ever was. All right. And Alex, who's next? Oh, who's next? I think James is next since he's the next on my screen. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm James. I go by uh, GravityFail87, wherever your socials are located. Uh, typically playing with Venture into Vimros over on Amper Sandbox Tabletop RPG. And today I'll be playing Terrence McConnor, a detective of sorts, looking to solve a case and bring in some, probably the rest of you, honestly, as <laughs> bringing in the rest of the party for questioning. All right, James, who's next? Uh, we'll just keep going to the right. My name is Dallin. I uh, literally am not uh, anywhere else. I run a small artisanal D&D campaign with some close friends and other random people I accumulate. I am playing Lance De La Cruz, uh, who is a druid from a communal place out in the middle of nowhere. I would just really like to, you know, enjoy you know, the, the local sports scene, listen to DJs, sell some items, and not have his, you know, Robotic animal companion snatched up in some kind of police raid. And last we have Psycho. Ah, uh, yes, I'm Psycho. You can follow me on any social media platform at XYCH0COK. I also run and the Dungeon Master for the Dungeon Dragons podcast, Clash of Crits. And today I am playing Desmond Crow. He is a fuckboy corpo merc. <laughs> um who is really trying to be better than his daddy, but still use his daddy's money. Best way to put it, I got a try-hard edgy bike and a consistently smoking cigar. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I even got the hard part, too, just to make it absolutely fuckboy. To start this before we get to lightsaber checks, far from the megatropolis of Dusk Banter, we turn our eyes to Basin City, more commonly known as Golden a megatropolis that glitters with neon lights and pulsates with the sound of slot machines and electronic music. The city is a blend of the old and new, with towering skyscrapers and narrow alleys filled with steam and smoke. The streets are crowded with people from all walks of life, dressed in flashy clothing and sporting cybernetic enhancements. Hovercars whiz by overhead, leaving behind a trail of colorful exhaust fumes. The buildings are adorned with holographic advertisements and giant LED screens displaying the latest shows and attractions. In the heart of the city lies the sprawling casino district, filled with extravagant resorts and gambling halls. Each one boasts a unique theme, ranging from futuristic cyberpunk to glitzy retro glamour. The slot machines are connected to a network of constant interfaces, allowing players to immerse themselves in a world of endless possibility. From the mountain above, 
the distant lights of golden glitter like a distant star, pulsing with energy and excitement. This is where we find our heroes. The city is known as Reprise, or for the older folks, Summit's Nest. The city is a hub of creativity and expression, with a vibrant arts and music scene that attracts people from all over the world. As you make your way through the streets, you can feel the energy building, a palpable excitement that permeates the air. You see people dressed in all sorts of wild and creative outfits, neon-colored ravewear, to post-apocalyptic Mad Max-inspired ensembles. The sound of electronic dance music echoes through the city, providing a constant soundtrack to the festivities. The Snar, the Summit's Nest annual race, is happening this year. And this time it is a bit special. This year, the bullets burrow to the surface to consume and breed before they hibernate for another 15 years. Normally, DJ Cash Masterson is the headliner of this party, but this year they've gone with another create music for the races that run along the mountain range. So, lightsaber checked, starting with Dallin. All right, no 20s. James, take it. Okay, no 20s. Alex. Okay, I'm gonna roll my physical dice because it doesn't like me. Uh, the first one I got was a nine, the second one was a six. Nice the other way around. <laughs> okay, let's see. Oh, two 11s, does that count for something? It's a lot of ones. <laughs> doubles, doubles mean go to jail. I remember this. Yes, yes it does. But I'll just pay my way out. <laughs> Different rules for the rich. Darn you, Desmond. <laughs> Later, old man. As we cut to the massive kind of Burning Man festival on top of Summit's Nest, a flag with a shark on it sits at the front of the race. Oh, we forgot about the shark. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm back in. I just <laughs> Desmond and Terrence are waiting in line to be able to start. You guys have a small race. This is not the final race, but it's one of the qualifying ones. While you guys are getting ready, Obro Aran, an Ilkin, shorter looking fellow, wearing a brilliant kind of neon green accented with yellow LED lights, will approach DJ Humble. Uh, so normally DJ uh, Masterson would would actually compete in the race while conducting the music. We don't expect that of everyone. Say no more. Say no more. Consider it done. Oh, oh, okay, you can drive? Or would you like to ride with someone and then you can... Of course I can drive. My good sir, do I look like the kind of man that cannot drive an automobile? Uh, uh, no, 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 of course not. Uh, you look like a fine driver. Do I need to roll deception because he actually can't drive? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't drive. Grown-ass man can't drive. Not yet, as the last. Then, um, oh, excellent. Uh, so, uh, what will you be driving? Um, I look and I make a perception check for something that I think is probably an automobile. I've always been chauffeured everywhere. I do not know what an automobile usually looks like. I lied on my resume. I need to, to find out. That blinds on when they walk into the automobiles. The automobiles. That is what I said. That is their name that everyone calls them. <laughs> it doesn't help yes. that a lot of these are like going to be, what's it, vintage with like actual wheels, no hover cars. It is going to make that a little bit tougher. But yes, this is a ground-based Hedron engine race. So go ahead, DJ Humble. Go ahead and give me that perception check. Amazing. Oh, it's a big nine. It's a huge nine. Absolutely, with a plus five, a huge nine. As you look around, you don't see a free vehicle for you to necessarily take over. But Oberon will 
Well, you can ride with one of the people in the race if you'd like. Yes, I have a driver, uh, a course lined up as I must commentate, but also be part of the action for the full immersive audience experience. And I'm going to point to whoever like the nearest driver is to me and be like, I will go with them. You will see Terrence. Please have it be Terrence. <laughs> I immediately knew, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Can I describe what I look like as I'm doing this, by the way? Because it is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, no, no, absolutely. So we'll go to the description of DJ Humble and Terrence now. His full name is Rothel Humbar-Jacard III, a proud, a proud, proud military man, a varsid marine trainer, retrained as a bard from Avia, a proud callie. And he's got, he is dressed as a sexy, slutty military desert cowboy. That is my official description. I will not be taking it back. Um, I have unnecessary abs as I'm shirtless with my uh, DJ armor over the top that also possesses my Thundercaller abilities, which is basically a solid gold vest with a soundboard button just everywhere on it. It's constantly pulsing some sort of EDM beat, like the, the people who go to Miami Beach and ask people questions while we're playing request songs. It's amazing. I'm wearing red uh, with gold trim goggles. I have a man bun with a jet black hair slicked back into the man bun with my gray eyes covered because I am sensitive to the sun even with my tan. And I am wearing leather chaps with a huge utility belt with my two gold pistols and my gladius at my side. And I point to the nearby Prius. Does Terrence still has got the Prius? If it's uh, allowed within game, yeah. Uh, or... Unless we want to change the name to Hedron Rius. I point to the magnificent Hedron Rius at the start line for the qualifying rounds. Terence is an older void humanoid with uh, purple skin standing about five foot six. They wear a long trench coat and a wide brim sunglasses as they wear them constantly. They have these kind of like spotted head and neck region as they have no hair. Their, their ears are, are pointed. And they have like a little bit of a scowl, but it has the slight upturn of a smile as they are looking and just analyzing people. But underneath their trench coat, all you can see is just kind of like a, a business casual attire. The very opposite of uh, our DJ. <laughs> I point, I turn, point at this glorious man in his not Prius and immediately regret my decision as I do so, but I cannot take it back. It is too late. The race must continue. I just stride up to the car, open the door, and get in if it is unlocked. Alrighty. <laughs> wow. Wow. You just see this unnecessarily ripped, tanned dude in, like, oh, yeah, he's also wearing, like, fur-lined cowboy boots. Just just slide into the passenger seat and go, ah, oh, good evening, sir. You are here. Alright, across from Terrence, we see Desmond Crow. Desmond is watching this happen and then he's looking right at terrence and trying not to laugh right in front of his face <laughs> better description of desmond he is a human he's about 5'11 as i said he has the the fuckboy black hair hard part with a uh, trimmed van dyke beard he's got piercings in like both ears he wears a half frame visor like a dragon ball z scouter on his uh, right eye and then he wears absolute full tactical armor from shoulders down with all the way to his shins that are coated like a gray and red racing stripe decals across the arms and the chest even with a small amount of uh trimming to white trimming to it with the initials dc across his right pectoral he then has large knee-high tactical combat boots matching the colors with a forever burning cigar in his mouth. he then has a 
basic mercenary issue pistol on his left side with like a blade hilt protruding from his back. Just the hilt though. As he uh, starts laughing at Terrence, like, <laughs> it looks like you got the performer with you. Well, yeah, we, we, we'll see. Um, just going to pull out, some, yeah, some cuffs. <laughs> thought you didn't like this stuff, old man. Uh, yeah, I'm here for a reason, and I'm not supposed to be this ostentatious. <laughs> and then Desmond would yell out, when's this line going to hurry up, man? How much money do I have to pay to skip? I got credit chips. As you call that out, the festival head, Obro Aran, the Ilkin will should be just a moment here. We have uh we're just we're just getting everyone ready and then we'll we'll start off this testing race. DJ, just let us know when you're when you're situated, you're ready to conduct. Uh they've given you a data pad that connects in with drones that fly over the festival so that you can conduct and run your music while you're racing. Exceptional, the amount of gravitas I should be given as the next best EDM DJ slash marine slash artist slash announcer in the game. I think to myself while I sit in a not Toyota. I, I float my mage hand out of the window and I, it's just doing a thumbs up. And it just look it's sort of like um, sort of a golden sort of extension of my hand, almost like Mr. Fantastic, but over the top of mine in a projection that <laughs> thumbs up out the window. All right, we cut away from the race for a moment to go out into the wilderness amongst the trees and a bit of snow. Lance, a group of Yeti have approached you. They speak to you in Druidic to ask you to follow them, that there's something wrong with one of their kind. All right, I think I think this is my opportunity to uh, describe my character and also question a Yeti, something I did not think I was going to get to do tonight. Lance is uh, just shy of six feet tall. He's wearing an eclectic mix of uh, leather gear, uh, desert boots and like bits of uh, survival armor. He's got hunting rifle stashed fairly nearby and fairly large, maybe chest height robot that just kind of like follows him around. The ro one of the robot's legs is made of wood. No, it's not taking it too well. It's not exactly the same height as the other ones, but it's fine. He's got what's it kind of wavy, dark hair, a bit of a goatee for the concession of the event. He's, he's tried to trim it up a little bit, but many of the attendees would describe him smelling faintly of, well, some kind of herb, and probably someone could have washed a bit more and maybe done his laundry a bit more. That said, probably has run across these yetis before. If they don't come down this often, he would uh, very quickly follow along and, and gesture to the, uh, the drone, JK, to, to follow along. And JK usually does, though he has no way of communicating. So. Yeah, the Yetis will lead you out a little bit further away from the pulsing kind of EDM music out into the actual kind of like wilderness part. Parts that you already kind of know, places you've been, as they'll point to one of their own that's currently curled in kind of a fetal position laying amongst the snow next to the base of a tree. You can see where half of its body is starting to develop a bit of mange. Fur has been left off and a scaling, almost plating, that looks like overlapping fingernails, coats, its shoulder down to its arm, uh, taking on kind of an opalescent sheen like oil on water. All right, I'm a, uh, uh, what's it, Lance would very uh, quickly go back over to JK, grab that med kit that he keeps uh, keeps on hand and head over. I would ask the, the spokesman uh, for the Yeti, when, uh, when did this start happening? Um, as I start moving to, to treat. Uh, do you want to make a check for that? Like a heel check? The Yeti's explain through, through the Druidic language that there are people that have come uh, to the building built in the mountains. They showed up here not too long ago. What, like the, the old Rothford facility or one of the other ones? Those have been abandoned for forever. 
Yeah, they'll look to each other. They don't know the uh, Rothfuss facility, but they do, yes. The Yeti's described as a constructed mine that digs nowhere. With a 12 on your heel, unfortunately, whatever this Yeti is suffering from seems to be not only nothing you've seen, but also unnatural. Uh, your druidic talents tell you that they're infected with something planar, something outside of this. Oh, this is not good. I will explain as such, and then just do like some very basic skin care that will hopefully prevent it from being infected much further while I can figure something else out. Oh, this is not good timing with the, with the race going on as well, if there's something planar. I'm probably going to need to head down and talk to one of the event coordinators about this. The Yetis will thank you for taking a look, but you'll see them start to gather rocks in order to remove their once unafflicted compatriot. Am I familiar enough with Yeti customs to know what is going on here? An infected member, they're going to kill it to make sure it does not spread to the rest. I'm going to make a one more heal check to see if that's if I could argue against that reasonably. I don't know if I can argue against that reasonably because I don't know what this does. With the 13, the planar infection that seems to be happening here, can't tell fully what all is happening, but you can see it happening. Between the fingernail scales, between the hair starting to slew off, the opalescent skin and, and sheen starting to spread, this creature is not well and this cancerous infection seems to be growing. Is it spreading fast enough that I, I have some very serious concerns about its, its uh, viral ability and infection? Correct. It's reminding me of something similar like rabies. Okay. I don't think Lance would, in good, good conscience, tell them the proper thing to do. He's going to administer some drugs so that um, the suffering Yeti will not exp not be suffering quite as much, and then let them, let them do their thing. They are brutal yet efficient. As you walk away, knowing the creature starts to slip into kind of a sleeping state uh, before you hear the thuds of rocks in silence. You begin to head back towards the festival, the Snar. I have the like uh, the location that they described to me. I could I could find it again if needed. Correct. Okay, cool. Back at the Snar, Terrence with their new passenger, Desmond next to him. You'll see the floating globes come out, getting ready to announce the start of the race. So can we actually, because I imagine we were like a little bit away when um, Rothel was uh, just got in uh, Terrence's car, but do we be like, we can see them up close now. I have a visual of who it is, right? Yeah, yeah you can absolutely see Rothel. Okay. I, I think that's going to be like, do I know you? I'm in the car, so I don't know if I'd be paying attention to you. So you might have to come up to me to get my attention. I, I imagine we were next to each other, like getting ready for the like. The, like my bike is probably next to Terrence's uh I car, so I'm like waving, like, "Do I know you? You should know me. I'm the great humble, the announcer of this event." Yeah, I know, but like before that, have I seen you around, darling? I'm everywhere. I was also in the military. Are you a military man? Yeah, that's like that's when then like shakes like his uh like puffs out his chest a little bit. Like yeah, yeah, I was in the military. So oh, that's 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 probably where I know you from. Uh, yes, maybe. And I look at your arm and it's like clanking around. And I'm like, you might want to um, mod your armor like I have so you don't uh, get as flustered in your vehicle. Your oh, automobile, no. of course, as it is. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm always smooth in this. Don't worry. As like, I'm like sucking from the cigar, but no smoke's coming out of my mouth. It's just actually on the from the tip of the cigar, the smoke's coming out. May I have some of that before the start? It's a, it's a really special blend that costs a lot of money. Maybe if you like, you send some credits my way, then like we can work something out. I mean, not even for your humble announcer, as it were. As like, 
then you would see like Desmond like almost like panicking as he's staring at his scar. When's the when's the race gonna start? Are we starting yet? I'm just like I'm just like looking over at you and just like beat booping things on the data pad to make sure the globes like go to the right place. Um, can I make a perception check or something on this cigar? And I'm like, why isn't this dude offering me a cigar? While this is happening, I'm gonna get into the vehicle and just like loudly close the door as I get into the driver's seat. Oh, darling, you are blessed. I am your passenger for today. You get the honor of being next to the announcer in the race, in all of the action, even more so in your. I'm gonna hold up my hand. I'm just gonna be like, there are two rules in two rules in my car. One, no feet on the dashboard, and two, you better like Rush. As I just turn on the the radio to Rush. I, I I have just decided now that I obviously do have at least one foot like teenager style like on the dashboard and I'm um, And just the eyebrow like turning up the volume of rush louder. I do not know this band, but it is loud and I enjoy it. Sunglasses come back down. I'm ready. Put my goggles down, darling. I've always been ready. And I'm gonna press whatever the button is to like start the light slash sound sequence for the start of the race. To let everyone know to get to get ready. Perfect, and as you do, you will see the globes that are floating out front shift from a red to a yellow, and from a yellow to a green. May I say, as it is to green to go, um, like just the biggest, like sort of, it feels like something's punching the floor, like a massive sort of like um, ripple of bass, like shoots out, and it makes sort of the noise of like the, like bug noises of the bullets as the race starts to signal that it's gonna go and to cause some chaos. Yeah, an explosion of fireworks go off, forming the shapes of sharks as you guys take off. Go ahead, Terrence and Desmond, give me drive checks. Okay. As soon as, right before I hit the gas, I tap on my bike and I'm like, okay, Letty, let's go. Because I named it after my mom, who was also coincidentally Letty Ortiz from Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'm just going to look over at Humble and be like, we're going to burn some rubber and hit the gas. It is a Prius. Well, hit the pedal. <laughs> press, press firmly on the go, the go pedal. As it shifts to green, Terrence McConnor with a 30 on drive Jeez. just takes off like no one's fucking business. The music. Ruffle, go ahead and give me a performance. Come on. That's a cool 26 for performance for Ruffle. Excellent. Yeah, you're having a little bit of a hard time keeping up with Terrence's Prius moves. It is kind of making a little bit of a joke of everybody else here at this, uh, between sliding between other cars and as it spins around corners. Desmond, a talented driver, is also, I guess, a little bit in awe of, I didn't know a Prius could do that. Racing ahead. <laughs> there, there's just that slow motion where it drifts through the desert and the music from the DJ is gone and it's just the chorus of Rush slowly sliding across the screen. I think Desmond's thinking like- And it re-centers and goes. Like, that's why he's always around. That thing's fast as shit! The- <laughs> performance, I'm adding like some sick like dubstep beats on top of Rush in the car and also blasting Rush out to the entire sort of like stadium or area. Whilst also now thinking this Prius is the greatest car ever to be invented because it's sick. As you guys race along, back in the wilderness, Lance De La Cruz is heading back to speak with the people of the festival. 
And, uh, what's it? I, I think my character would have originally been trying to get there by the beginning before he got pulled away. Am I, do I get to at least see part of the start of this, or am I coming, am I going to be around for the second, the second start? So you know the route they're taking. You're the one who approves it. You're the one who sets it out, right? Like, you're the one who says, like, hey, here's safe spots. Uh, the Blitz generally don't like EDM music. The Their tremor sense gets put off by the, like, the heavy bass, right? Kind of scares them away. So you've set it up so, like, cool, your festival can be here. This only goes so far. It won't interfere with, the, like, their, their mating habits or the natural part of their cycle. Fantastic. Well, then, me and JK are making really good time. He is a lot of things, and one of them is all-terrain. He's like a Skyrim horse, but <laughs> not all. <laughs> and so we're going to be going to uh, the, what, checkpoint three, right? Where we'll probably be able to uh, get to our radio, where we can uh, get in touch with, with uh, one of the festivals. Perfect. So as you approach checkpoint three, the person there who's just kind of taking watch will see you approach, wave, and, oh, Delacruz, breeze. I, uh, I wave, put out uh, whatever I've been smoking, and kind of... Uh, uh, hurry over. Uh, when JK tries to follow me, I, I try to get him to stop. And then when he does, I just kind of go with it. I uh, I look down at the at the name tag. Jeff? Jeff. Hey, um, can you get, get Oboe on the radio? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little worried about uh, where you guys have one of the one of the camps set up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give me one second. Uh, and they'll start reaching out for Obra. Terrence, at this point in the race, as you're far ahead enough, racing along with Rothel, you will see someone who is familiar. You do know Lance, as you've dealt with him before, but you'll see them at checkpoint three as you were speeding along. I'll, I'll slow down my uh, Toyota and just be like, Rothel, can you grab me a, a Gatorade from the back? <laughs> it's just it's just behind the seat. Just 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 grab it. There's blue ice crush back there. That's my favorite. Just. I always prefer the, the, the cucumber and mint myself, but. Oh yeah, that's that's in the back. You'll have to. I've got like a data pad in one hand and I'm like doing the music with my other hand and my mage hand is also having to like twiddle a few knobs so I'm like casting three things at once technically which I know isn't allowed and then also like announcing so I'm like and now Terrence zooms past checkpoint three and then like fireworks explode and everything and I'm just like I'm kind of a bit busy right now my good man. Lance is probably not someone who's easily distracted but I gotta admit the sight of a Prius with that many things going on around it with that much sound yeah that that I told my attention. Is Lance like you're riding your? I would have think of it as a horse. Basically, it's a little, uh, it's a horse-sized robot. I would have gotten off, and I would be talking to one of the one of the uh, one of the people. Yeah, which would be odd seeing you down. Clearly, our, our characters have interacted before. Yeah, I take a quick look at my my watch and be like, "We got time." I hit my tape deck that's custom built because no no one has tape decks anymore. It switches it over to Primus. Just heavy bass lines. I'll just pull up right next to, or as close as I can get to Lance, just to see what's going on. Uh, I come over, waving away some of the smoke. I offer you uh, whatever some of what I was uh, smoking, and I uh, make the the cutting off symbol with my uh, with my hands. Why are we like, stopping? It's a point checkpoint three. They've saved your time. Like this is what it's supposed to do. Is we do vehicle checks here. This is your first race. No, I have clearly chosen the superior automobile to ride in with my new friend, Terry. Terrence. Terrence. Hey, uh, Terrence, I'm trying to get uh, I'm trying to get Oboe to stop uh, to give that make the checkpoint three break a little bit longer. There's uh, there's something uh, we came across something up up, up in the mountains. Uh, what's it? About a mile off the Rothford facility. 
I'm not sure if it's going to affect the race, but I think uh, we need to do a check before before we get much further. I don't think we want I don't think we want this many people out and around in the area. Huh. Well, passenger, humble, humble. Yes, I put, look at the window. Put on your your data pad thingy. Tell people to we're gonna. It's a mandatory stop at checkpoint three. Now, as the announcer, I thought Obo has to confirm that. Well, I can go talk to Obo, but be ready. Be ready with that. I look back towards Jeff to see if Jeff has gotten a hold of the organizer. Jeff would give you the thumbs up. Yeah, and I'd pass that along. As someone who's probably not being used to told no a lot, Humble doesn't really know how to react in this situation. So it's going to go, but we can't stop the race now. We're only at checkpoint three. So much is planned. This is an important event for the day, the culture, the area. It's three days. Three days. Is never enough for the spectacle that I will put on for these people and to help the and I gesture I gesture to Lance and I'm like, locals? Question mark face, locals? Um, you don't seem to understand what is at stake here, my good man. Lance is gonna look a little nervous. Oh, I'm trying to like fully just like I'm gonna probably get out of the car and stand up and say this to you. I'm about six two, so I don't know if I'm taller than you or not. And you so are. And just sort of try and like leer over you and like sort of flex as much as I can with this like data pad and this like pulsating energy coming from my armor and be like, we cannot stop now. So as we get the, we cannot stop now. Des, give me your drive check. I feel like seeing Terrence completely blow me out the water. I'm like, oh, damn it. All right. Got to kick this baby up into high gear. I open up like a valve as I'm driving and I pull out a can of monster assault and I crush that bitch. <laughs> and I'm Gonna try to let's go twenty one yeah. <laughs> it one has so many sponsors this year. It's getting even bigger than we planned. <laughs> I chug most of it and then I give a little bit to my bike. I'm like, here you go, baby. Here you go. And I'm. <laughs> oh God. As you burst ahead, passing across other racers, you will see up ahead at checkpoint three that Terrence is pulled over. You can see Rothel standing outside, currently yelling at someone you don't quite recognize. Question. Are these races like cyberpunk where like any as long as you, you make your checkpoints and get to where you got to go, like there's no holds bar or like is it very safe and like you don't want to hurt each other? Please don't hurt anyone. I have to fix them if they don't do well. Yeah, I would say there's a, a professionalism of no murder. OK, but if I if I destroyed someone's vehicle, let's say if you if you if whether like an EMP grenade or something, you took someone's vehicle out. That's fine. Okay. So I think as like all, everybody's coming up towards uh, Terrence and them, I'm like, the race has got to keep going. And I take out my lightsaber blade and I shove it into a wheel of the whatever vehicle's next to me to try to make a bunch of chaos behind me. Alrighty. Yeah. Go and give me that attack roll. To try to get everybody crazy going to just keep this, uh, keep this race ahead. All right. Because I am a dumb kid who's very reckless. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Lance has been watching these things long enough that this is exactly why he comes to these things. So he's not surprised, but he is frustrated because he does. I rolled a natural twenty. Holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, it's just gonna be me and Terrence. Yeah, some poor bastard next to you watches the front of his wheel gets torn off. Your energy blade as is that chunk goes flying into the side of a window of another car. The automobiles have to come to a skid stop, but all of this is combined with back at checkpoint three, someone saying, we need to stop the race. 
on my data pad, zoom in on that, like the sick shit that just happened. And like, if there's like a jumbotron, like a master screen where people can watch, just blowing that up with like. Oh, you 100% know there's a jumbotron. I'm going to be really sad because uh, Kjallin, I had good money on Kjallin, and now he can't qualify anymore because his wheel's gone. <laughs> Whew. The race got to continue, man. The race has to go on. Jeff will look over to you, Lance, and so I was on the uh, Beachcom. Are we, what's Ruffles' call? Do I know that the sort of the locals would trump me in this case? Because he is also a fan of hierarchy from being in the military. So would I be trumped in this case? As the announcer and head DJ, you are controlling the flow of the party. If the race is something you are willing to put aside, you still are running the music. Oh, can I make like a wisdom? Can I roll something? Because I would be very torn on what to do because he what he doesn't want it to go wrong, but he also wants it to keep going. So can I roll like a luck or a, something like a wisdom throw just to see if I have the common sense to maybe listen to this person? Let's let's cut to Terrence and Lance and then you can decide from there. Okay, so I'm going to like hold. I, I agree with Lance. We should put a halt on this for now for safety. Uh, there's some maniac out there who I'm clearly going to have to arrest for endangering dozens of people. Sir, you do know what race you entered, yes. You do know this race. But there's professionalism. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my hands out. It's like, yeah, Terrence, this is, this is pretty normal. This is why we come here. Uh, but uh, I, I'm going to point off uh, off towards uh, one of the hills. We, we do need to get something. Uh, we do need to get like a group to check out there. We got anyone with like drones or something? I there's uh there's something out there, and um we've got entirely too many people in this area for us to not pay attention to it. I tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I'll send out one of my. Can I send one of the globes, like the drones, for the race? Can I like hijack one and like send it out there? Sure. I'm going to keep the race going for now because the crowd will be very upset if we do not, and it might also go badly for you. But I will send one of the cameras out, and we can watch on the data pad to see if it sees anything. Is that agreeable? I'm going to look back over to Jeff and like, Jeff, please get Oboe on this. The announcer's trying to override. We, we need to, to stop this. Well, like an hour break at least, an hour, an hour. We can, we can get a group up there. Quick scan of the area. I just need to know that it's not moving. We can send one right now. I'm just peeling the skin off of my cut oranges and like popping them into my mouth as I wait. Yeah, Jeff will reach out to Oboe. I don't know if Oboe's going to listen. As Jeff will call out to Obo and hearing that Rothel wants to keep this moving, Jeff will say back that we get an hour, but you can't stop performing, Rothel. Fine, if it's what the boss wants. So I'm gonna. So am I? Am I stopping everyone at this checkpoint? Was that the thing that came through? Are we just going to keep it on the DL. So yeah, sitting at this checkpoint is Terrence in the Prius, uh, Lance with JK, Desmond is there on his bike. And there is a small buildup of kind of destruction, ruined vehicles, and people kind of saying, like, I'm going to need an hour to repair this. My God. what? Like, there's other people backed up behind it, just kind of like, what the hell just happened? We are having a short interlude here to build the suspense for the next stage of the race. As we look around the terrain, you may perform any additional attachments to your vehicle that you think might make things more fun considering 
the chaos that has just gone on behind due to one. And I look, I look over at the guy that's just destroyed this other car that's just exploded it and go, considering you might want to get some revenge. <laughs> and I will send one of the, then the drones sort of like, while well, I'm distracting everybody. Um, I think I will actually use... Oh, I need to look at my spells one second. I'll use ghost sound and sort of flare to, like, make fireworks and to make that loud while I send some of the, like, um, flying globes off to go and investigate this facility that's a little bit further away so hopefully nobody notices. While I try and just, like, corral the crowd so everyone's, like, getting hyped. I feel like during all that, I'm looking at the entire pile of destruction I made and I'm puffing my fake cigar going, heh, <laughs> heh, amateurs. <laughs> I'm still eating orange wedges. Yeah, you definitely feel Desmond as people are kind of like, especially the guy who front wheel you just tore off, just staring at you. Just that like, when this is done. Oh, it's buddy, happening. buddy, do you need me to pay for that? I'll pay for it. But you got to take it to the shop that's like 12 hours away. But I'll pay for it. The racer looks at you with a uh, vitriol and hatred that goes a little bit above and beyond because you tell some of these people built this themselves. This isn't just buy a new one. They get to work on repairs. Some of the other people kind of pull to the side and kind of set up for a minute and hang out as they enjoy the music from DJ Humble. Can I do something really shady while they're like staring at each other? Can I use ghost sound to go up to the other driver whose car he just wrecked ear and sort of whisper and saying... I'm not going to pay for it, you ain't shit. But I make it sound like his voice, because I want this to start a fight to, like, make something happen while the cars have stopped. If that is successful, which I want it to be successful, absolutely. I want the guy to look at me, and Desmond just winks at him, not realizing what just happened to him, not realizing that he just got that whisper in his head. I Meanwhile, I'm going to be very much trying to grab uh, Terrence's thing, like, to grab a second, because I want to go and see if there are other... If there's other, if there's wildlife or anyone affected by whatever's going on, and I want someone to back me up, so same. I would. Yeah, same. I'd be going with you. I feel like I would be trying to say it quite enough and surreptitiously enough so that like humble doesn't hear, but I feel like humble would probably end up hearing because humble's like literally right the fuck there. I, I'd just be like, hey, hey, here's a fierce red, and I as I hand you a Gatorade. I uh, I grab the red Gatorade and like and take a swig. You got to stay hydrated. We're out here in the desert. You got to keep those electrolytes. I point to JK, who's got like probably like five gallons worth of water. I'm like, dude, I'm the rescue tent. No, no, no. It's got it's got what your body craves. I'm still appreciative. And get your boots on. I think we're it's going to be a little bit of a hike. I'm always ready. I nod, uh, grab my hunting rifle from from JK and probably glare sourly at the glowing drones that Humble has put up. And start heading off in that direction. I'm gonna still keep you company, so it's more like a, it's more like I'm giving you kind of a safety thing, so I will be able to see if anything like kicks off with you guys, because I also do want to know what's going on in case this is gonna mess up my show. So it, they're out there to help you, not to hinder you. Terrence lights are going off on foot. Just yeah, investigate to see if there's like any signs of like more infection. Um, it's like pretty obvious, and it seems to spread pretty quickly. So I suspect we would see things in the local wildlife. I think this is the closest the race courses gets to that. Yeah, so two parts will be happening here. One, Rothel, as you're instigating this kind of fight for Desmond, as uh, you're watching on your data pad as your drone goes further and further out, uh, your drone will pick up two bodies dressed entirely in black tactical armor. One of them has their arm ripped off. The other one's neck seems to be twisted all the way around. Blood scattered amongst the snow here in the respite mountain range. This is still quite a ways out. These two... On foot, probably won't reach it for another 20 minutes at this point. 
Uh, but you can see that something something violent has happened here. Back in front of you directly, Desmond, you can see the other racer, uh, Fresic. He's pushed aside his bike. He's reaching for his gun. He hasn't pulled it out yet, but he's like, are you paying for this or not? Because you fucking did this. What? Yeah, man. I told you. Just go to the shop. It's Like I said, it's like 12 hours away. You know what I mean? Yeah. You call a taxi or whatever, build to Dom, Dom Crow Corp, you know, say my name, you know, my dad will take care of it. Don't worry, man. It'll, it'll be fine. You just got, you know, you got to leave here, but you know, it'll be okay. And then I give him a wink. Do real quick here an opposed intimidate check as they're staring you down. You're staring them down as they're kind of looking at this. Okay. Well, there's a high. Yeah. As you stare him down, you can see Fresic is like, give me your spare. Call it good for now. My 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 spare buddy. Do you not see this beauty? I don't. I don't. I don't do you see a spare tire on this? This thing is perfection. This thing costs credits and credits on top of credits. Yeah, I got a spare in the back. Give me a second. I'm gonna use ghost sound again and goes. Yes, it's expensive. Unlike your mom, it looks like a boulette and it's cheap as shit. And like after I say yeah, I got a spare in the back. Let me get it. And while Humble's doing that, I do hit like finger guns and I'm walking back away towards. <laughs> towards my bike. <laughs> looking at horrific violence on a data pad, but also I just just want this to kick off, so I'm just doing both at the same time. Yeah, if I have a spare, I will give it to him. No, nah, I wouldn't do anything to it. I'll just break it again. I'll just pay for another. I'll just buy another spare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do this for the money, man. I live a life from quarter mile at a time. I do this for the thrills. Yeah, once you rolled over Fresnick Hill... He looks at you with that, wants to start something, but really can't, because it's going to take him this next hour to, f- to fix this, right? Like, mm-hmm. you can't just lose, like, half a tire mid-race while still moving forward. Like, there's dents in metal. Uh, he's got to pull off the other half of the chunk of tire out of the other guy's windshield that it splintered off into. I think Dustin would then approach Humble and then be like, so, what's uh, what's the holdup? What's, uh, what's, uh, what's going on? I mean, like, I know, like, these guys are working, but, like, we've seen stuff like this happen before, and they, we don't usually stop. So, like, what's going on? So I'm the only one that can currently see what my drones are seeing, correct? Because I'm the one correct. with the pad. And these guys are, like, 20 minutes walk away from seeing that. They're walking out the direction you know it's quite a ways out. Unless you're projecting this to the Jumbotron, you're the only one who can see it. Just like focusing on the race and just like blasting music and doing like reruns of the sick explosion that just happened at the moment because I don't want people to know. So looking at this picture of these two people, can I tell like if they've they've been attacked or they've attacked something? Did you say they looked injured? Arm torn off, neck twisted, gun scattered into the snow. Okay, something is therefore bad. I think military would kick in at this point, and I'd be like, okay, I need to get everybody out of here now. So I'm going to be like, uh, all of a sudden, you'll just hear the... And it'll just be like, the race is restarting in five. And I'm just going to put a countdown up so everyone has to just, like, get to their shit as quick as possible and just, like, you know, just not zoom away in order to, like, get to the first place thing again. He gets so happy. He's like, ha, suck it, losers, and then rushes right back to his bike. <laughs> Desmond, definitely with your sense motive, you can definitely tell that Humble saw something oh, okay. that made them do this. Okay. Hmm. For Terrence mm-hmm. and Lance, though, you're walking through the snow. You guys know each other from before. Before you guys approach the bodies, you can smell kind of a, almost like a rotten lemon smell. Kind of smells like somebody burnt a pastry in an oven, but it's just turned to that sour kind of stink. I want to be using, like I do anytime I get towards a crime scene, start with detect magic, just make, ruling out any obvious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
You're not seeing any any auras. Nothing's kind of reflecting back at the moment. You can see the damage in the trees, bullets having been fired. You can see the arm ripped off, the neck twisted around. But these bodies look like to be paramilitary. Not something you'd quite expect out here, but also kind of fills the concerns you had, Lance, when they asked about the base out in the woods. All right, well, uh, my blue latex gloves on and running over. Uh, can I use a heal check to determine how long they've been dead for, how recent all this is? Yeah, absolutely. And Terrence, anything you want to check on besides detect magic? Yeah, once that is done, checking the bullets and seeing if these two have any guns on them to just see if the damage would correlate. Give me a knowledge corporate as you look over the bodies. While you do so, Lance, with a 23 on heal, you can see that body-wise they're maybe about a day old. So this happened sometime yesterday evening. The arm ligaments have been torn, so it looks like they've been ripped out. This would kind of fit in with what you saw from that infected Yeti. Like a Yeti did this. Correct. I would explain as much to uh, to Terrence. Terrence, as you kind of look over these, you're with a 14 on your knowledge corporate. This paramilitary group isn't one that you're aware of. As a seeker, you know most businesses, you know most small corporate militaries, you know what this should be, but none of these markings track with that. Made a little odd by, as you search through them, one of them and one of the side pockets on their tactical armor has a few doses of feedback, which is the drug that you were sent out here to find out about. Off in the snow, you can see the arm still clutched around the auto rifle, much like Carl Weathers' arm in Predator. But you can see they do have a few clips on them, as well as a few frag grenades and flashbangs. Lance is going to be uh, part of the, the heal check. It would be checking to see if there's any signs of infection as well. Does not look like there's any infection on them. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't transfer away from Yetis, but... While taking my, my pin and, like, moving their jacket, and in my other hand, I don't wear the glove. I just, for some reason, use the glove as almost a napkin to pull things out of their pocket. I, I find the the drugs that I'm here to, to find, and I just put put them into my pocket. It's like, hmm, this doesn't look good. And then I, as I'm rummaging through and I see that they have some flashbangs and a few other things, I'm like, well, they should have been able to take a Yeti by themselves, or these two, at least disoriented, and we should have a body here. I mean, it depends on time of day, obviously. Um, I said, if it's similar to rabies, if it affects the mind, uh, depending on time of day, if they didn't see it coming, like something that large could do a, very, a lot of damage in a very short amount of time. I point to the arm. And also, like, it wasn't feeling pain. Like, it, it's not going to might not be deterred like a large creature ordinarily would. Uh, you're not going to see, like, uh, large creatures aren't really going to take on something that could, like, cause them damage. You want, what's that's a uh, difference in uh, uh, threat. You want food, yeah. Calories, yeah. But not as something that's going to cost you. So, uh, I don't know what happened here. Um, or where they came from. I'm, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up again once I'm sure I've done the, the thing and kind of look around. Yeah, Lance, go ahead and give me a survival check. And while you're doing so, we cut back to Desmond and Raffle, as there's kind of a makeshift uh, repair camp starting to be done here at Checkpoint 3. The people whose vehicles still work that Desmond has not accidentally destroyed uh, are driving back because they got the alert that the race is restarting. You said that I was able to notice that Humble like, was quickly do like had a reason to do that outside of just the race starting. Correct, yes. Okay, so I'd be like, oh, sweet, and then I'd give Humble a look. Wait a second. What's going on? What, what happened? What happened? As I point to towards your uh, tablet. That is private announcer business. I'll have you know. I sort of like clutch it like a child to my chest and say, "My data pad." Oh really? Well, guess what? If the race continues, you gotta come with the race. So where's your ride? It's, it's not Prius. Still there. 
The Prius is there. They went on foot. So where's your ride if the race is continuing, huh? I gesture to the automobile. <laughs> Trust me, I know that old man been driving that Prius for a very long time. I know it's not yours. Oh, he was merely my chauffeur for the day because, as we all know, the Prius is the sickest car on the road track today. Desmond is immediately offended. He's like, I'll have you know, I've destroyed many a vehicle with my vehicle. But have you ever destroyed a Prius? So, after saying that, Desmond has a very malicious grin on his face as he looks to the left and looks to the right and realizes it's just him and Humble left. As he then draws his energy blade, you know, he was always annoying me. As Desmond is now slowly, like Terminator style, walking to this Prius with his energy blade out. I'm going to look horrified, but do absolutely nothing to stop this. As we do like a zoom in close up shot of your face, like the Terminator shot of you walking towards the Prius. And what I'm also going to do is you guys are going to see on one of the globes that are hovering near you, just this image of a... Terrence's car about to be fucking wrecked. <laughs> like, about to be carved apart. I'm going to flash it up on one of the things so you can see what's happening back at the track. Like Mortal Kombat style fatality. I'm I'm looking at this thing with nothing else around me at the moment. Yeah, you're about to go full Street Fighter on a bonus level yes. on this. Bonus, bonus car, yes. Ruffle, you can see on your datapad, though, kind of the CSI shot of them examining the bodies, looking over kind of what's happened here. For a moment, though, there's a sixth sense that Terrence has as he just quickly stands up and looks back in the direction of his car and just mutters under his breath to to Lance, Dante's in trouble. Dante? My Prius. You named your Prius? (laughs) Yes. The Red Thunder. Dante. I'm going to blink a little bit. And then, like, how much trouble? I'm going to gesture to the bodies. Like, this is worse, right? I have to actually, like, Contemplate what is worse here for a moment. Technically, yes. This man lost an arm before he died. Like, I think up to a minute before he died? Like, there's a lot of blood here. He suffered! If my car is broken, someone else is going to suffer. I think Desmond gets an idea right before he's about to slash it. Because I can call, I can have my bike follow me, right? Without me being on it. Mm -hmm. I think Desmond has has an idea... Instead of destroying you from the outside, I'll destroy you from the inside. As he puts back his uh, energy blade, and then he gets in the Prius. If you're getting in and I have a drive and I'm like, wait! <laughs> I immediately start messing with the buttons with the I do have daddy the thing. He was very protective of that cassette tape. I wouldn't mess with another man's music if you're not the owner of the car. Is there a way to... Also, don't put your phone on the dashboard. He was very against that last time. Is there a way to hotwire this? Since it's an older vehicle. Lance and Terrence are looking at the dead bodies here, but I had asked from Lance a survival check. Yeah, and I've given you one. 23. Excellent. Yeah, with a 23, you can definitely see the tracks of these paramilitary corporate soldiers having gone from where their bodies are back towards the abandoned facility. And so does that match with the abandoned facility that I had assumed was abandoned or like a different, is there a different location okay as far as the thing that attacked them definitely yeti mm-hmm. okay have i have i found the yeti tracks as well because i'm assuming they're going off in a different a different direction you have all right uh i'm gonna head back over to uh to terrence and i'm gonna point out first off the direction to the base like okay uh they're a private security the corporates definitely over there 
that's been abandoned for up to like seven years, ten maybe. People come out. People have come out and checked on it before, but if there's something going on there that's new, they came off in that direction. Whatever the creature was, it moved off in that other direction over there. I don't think it went in the same way. Probably won't get to go for both of them. Do we want to check that old site just to see what's going on there, or do we want to go after the infection? I'm kind of leaning towards the Yeti, but um, you're the one with some kind of authority here. I think if we're no matter what, we we should get some backup because if a Yeti can pop up and take out two of these guys who are fully armed and capable, we're gonna need more more manpower behind us. We should head back to my Prius where I got so I can call in for some backup or get some additional resources. Maybe that crazy DJ can like distract or find. You know, they got those drones to help us look. Uh, but I'm with you. We can stop the infection and maybe uh, if we can do that in time. Go, go check out that uh, facility. With that, we cut back across to Desmond and Rothel. You're inside the vehicle. Go give me those use magic devices. Rothel is going to give me the help action, correct? Uh, yes. Let me just make sure I don't get a nat one. I did not. <laughs> nice. Okay, so now I had, so now technically I have an additional plus two to whatever I roll, correct? Correct. So that's a 17. All right. The Prius starts. Hell yeah. Kick that bitch to drive and I punch it. <laughs> wait, wait! I, I, I tell, I, I'm like, wait, wait! Don't okay. fire the nos yet. Don't use the Gatorade yet. Don't do it. Don't do it. Why? Okay. Why? Just, just look at this, and I'm going to show him the, uh, the picture of the bodies on the data pad, and like, probably yeah. just like where the two guys. Are. I'm like, okay. So you seem, you seem like the lead racer here, right? We both know. Yeah. So you're obviously. Gonna win. You're obviously going to win, right? Obviously. We, we, yeah. we get it. Uh-huh. So I'm going to level. I'm going to level with you as the spe- You're the special boy. Sure. I'm hearing. I'm listening. I'm special. This could, if we deal with this, we could be heroes. Just okay. for one day, but we could be heroes. As someone said once in the past, for sure. Right. Someone definitely said that, and it was me. I'm going to phone in with the race coordinator. I'm going to phone in with Obra. I'm going to get some, hopefully get some backup, but first we're going to speed over there, and we're going to take charge of the situation whilst playing sick beats and not ruining the Prius, because the Prius is the best. Terrence, I'm so sorry for your Prius. We are we have gained too much elevation for a Prius to handle this easily. I don't think you're getting it back. They're gonna get it stuck. I just think because the Prius is the best, I immediately glare my eyes at you. I mean, it's it's the best car, but as I have now learned, bikes there are motorized bikes, and your bike is the best bike. I would probably get us do try to do some kind of sense motive check, but my ego's way too big that I don't want to do sense motive to make sure <laughs> to know that you a, you're lying or not. I so, give you a pat on the back and I'm like, you're the best. I am. And I'm glad that people are finally recognizing. Okay, so I'm taking this back to the old man. Let's punch it. I flip my goggles down. I play press play on whatever cassette is now. I just I, I do a I do a burnout in this thing. I right, start give me that sweet drive check. I start burning rubber so hard. The e-brake is still on. No. With a seven. Hell oh. yes. I'm ruining this thing. With a natty one. That one, yeah, sorry. I mean it burns out. We're not we're not lying here. There there is plastic fumes in the air. There's nothing but snow scattered Someone has never driven stick before, and it shows. Uh, but it is stunning how fast and horrible this thing takes off into the woods. Do the cassettes get burned up? <laughs> I you won't know, let the cassettes be burned up, because it's not a perform check. But 
It can be. <laughs> Go and give me that perform check, Rava. Oh, oh, am I? Who's am I doing it? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, the cassettes are safe. My 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 uh, EDM beats are still going over the sound of Rush, and it oh, it's so good. It's so sick. Yeah. With a I 19... get a really quick shot of the burnout, and also me like finger gunning in the car. That's the next promo video. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to Terence and Lance. As you look over the spot, as you look over the steps of where it's going to, both the Yeti as well as the soldiers. In the distance, you can hear the rumbling upcoming of a vehicle. But you can also hear the clacking of Chitin of the upcoming bullets. Uh, I think that's where our attention would be split. Mine would be like, I know the sound of that car. And all the places that it's hitting onto rock that it shouldn't be. And just like, my gun is out. Like, who's driving my car? I'm going to, I'm going to physically like grab Terrence and pull him on top of JK. Uh, Like, Come on, come on. There are bullets. We need to get on hard surface. They can they can burrow under they can burrow under dirt. We need to get on rock. We need to get on rock now. And I'll I'll follow like so someone's in my car. Yeah, well they're on their own. We gotta get to rock. But clearly we're gonna look for like a, a far more like solid area. Yeah, absolutely. As you guys find an outcropping of stone to build a frolic upon, Desmond and Rothel, as you guys are struggling so hard as you're ripping across this snowy mountainside and in the distance the illuminated visage of golden city as you guys ride across this mountainside you can hear that rumbling underneath kind of a little bit hard to tell between the rush beats and the uh, edm music but you guys will find yourselves approaching where your globe was at I would like to have on the, I don't know how long it's taken us to drive because obviously it took them a little while to walk so it's probably taken us not very long. Um, I would have liked to have sent some sort of SOS or I'm, I'm getting some sort of like emergency code to Obra so he knows what's going on so that I've not just abandoned the post for no reason. So like just keep the race going and hopefully we'll be back soon. They will report back that, all right, we'll, uh, we'll buy you some time. Right on. So we're driving to these bodies, correct? To the globes. To the globes. Do we see in sight uh, Terrence and Lance? Could I have sent one of the globes with them, like to just to float along with them as they go? So I kind of know where they are? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll pull up my pad and I'll show you like, oh, they're about here and then you can like. Okay, buddy. So what exactly is the plan to be heroes? Heroes don't make plans. You just show up and do heroic things. You're right. That's what I learned in the military. They didn't appreciate my creative vision. <laughs> you know what? I get that. I get, I get, I get that. As rich men in this country, they just don't appreciate us as we should be appreciated. I know, right? Like, it's not all about money. I mean, it is it's a little just, bit. I mean, it's nice it's to be rich. It's good to be rich. But... It's just there. You just use it. And then, like, you know, you, it doesn't run out. So you just kind of keep on using it. I mean, you just keep buying stuff and it's fine. Rothel and Desmond, you guys will pull up outside of the rock outcropping of which Terrence and Lance are waiting at. Honestly, props to you for getting the Prius that far. I thought I would have gotten stuck much earlier. Meet me, meet me, meet me. Poor Terrence can hear the grinding of gears as it approaches. <laughs> it is hard to tell over the sweet beats from Rothel Humble Humburger Jacker III. But as it sits, as you guys pull up, you will hear the grunts and squeals the rotten smell of acid and burnt cinnamon as a creature comes ripping forward out of the snow across the woods towards you. Is that 
smell one I would associate with Buletz, or is that a bit abnormal? That fits in more with the smell of kind of corruption and rot. Oh, lovely. You know, maybe being a hero isn't all that. <laughs> we, can, we can run it over with the car, it'll be fine. <laughs> no. Yes, we can. Does your bike follow along at the same speed, or is it like, yes. or is it just like, you know, tootling along like this? It would be probably be falling behind, yeah. Because, oh, no. like, in, internally I have an escape plan that I was going to have you hold the wheel, if anything, and I was going to jump out the car. <laughs> so with that go ahead and roll the initiative you see the young blood much like the yeti free lance you can notice that scales are taking that opalescent sheen much like the fingernail scales that were on that yeti upon its back are ridges of spines that seem to extend out through its own flesh creating bleeding of kind of a black ichor <laughs> all right so desmond why must you roll this desmond why you're driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> no. I am not dexterous, okay? My vehicle is. Cool. So as the beast comes bursting out of the snow and woods, heading your direction, Terrence, you are the first to act. It's about 30 feet away from you. It is rushing towards Dante. To protect my vehicle and surprise it the best I can. I will, since it's 30 feet away, it's right within range for me to cast Flare. Oh, nice. Hoping to daze it as I just speak the command word to shoot out this Flare from my hands and at this uh, creature. So it will make a fortitude save and will fail, taking a penalty. I think I'll maintain the best cover I can as I look over towards Lance and be like, do what you do best. Yeah, Lance, you can absolutely tell this is a corrupted young bullet. It seems to be infected by the same thing that had infected the Yetis before. We're going to stay away from the corruption. I'm going to try to try a couple of command words that work for JK to get him to go engage the attack. I've got my rifle, so I'm going to stay at the rocky outcropping, hopefully with some safety. Uh, take a shot off as uh, JK sprints off to go bonk. 18 with a 7? Absolutely uh -huh. wonderful. So JK will come running out of nowhere, slam into the side of this corrupted bullet, knocking a little bit off kilter. I'm going to try to take advantage of the gap and take a shot off at it. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Another nine points damage as the U rifle strikes across it as it roars from its multiple mouths. Multiple mouths. Oh, I don't like that. Rothel. Okay. This is bad. So. So you are in the vehicle. It's about 20 feet away from you, rushing towards you, as it's distracted by a horse-like creature with a wooden leg. I probably know what the horse-like creature is, and I'd think, I swear those didn't have wooden legs when I first saw them. What I'm going to do, because I do not want this thing to keep charging at us, I want to use ghost sound. I want to do it away from everybody that's here, and I would like to... Because it looks like... You said it looks like a baby one? Like, it's, it's, it's a smaller it's a smaller bullet? Yeah, it's Probably say the size of, like, a hefty horse. Okay, so I'd like to make um, the sound of, like, a massive bullet that's, like, a friendly noise away from us. So hopefully that will distract it and stop it from charging, like, directly at the car. So I want to try and get it to swerve off course. You can make the sound. It's going to roll a will save to see if it actually does distract it. It's just will saving throw, DC 14. The creature will stop being both already dazzled. It will look around for a bit. Um, can someone else take care of this? I've distracted it, but this was not in my job description. Thank you so much. All right, Desmond, 
I'm going to try to shout, get out of the car and onto the rock, as I'm trying to frantically reload my rifle. Oh, am I, am I allowed to move as well after doing that? Can I get get out? Getting out will be getting out will be your move, and then next turn you start moving. Start getting out of the car, then ready to run to these rocks, because the druid seems to know what's up. Oh, okay, so I got to get out this car, right? I think now it's time to make what they call a hot exit. What Desmond's going to do is Desmond's going to punch the gas straight at this thing, and then hop out and try to jump and land on my bike. Because my bike's following up. So in order to pull that off, I'm going to need a drive check. Yep. Let's see. Drive check. Fail me. Fail me. Fail me. Fail me. Let's see. Uh, 20. Crit. Not 20. <laughs> Drop a crit. So I'm slamming this big right into this one. Thank goodness Raffle got out. I was going to tell them to jump if they didn't already. <laughs> As you spiral out, send the Prius towards this corrupted bullet, jump out the car onto your bike. Terrence, do you want to give me a 3d6 damage roll? see how much this does to the uh, monster. It's going to take half of that, so it'll take six as it gets clipped by a Prius as we all hate to do. Uh, <laughs> that is my, like, uh, that's like my action, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're on the bike, so you have a swift action lap. I would uh, gesture to uh, Rothel if they want to ride in the back of the bike so we can get to the hill faster together. I'm with you! <laughs> I'm just kind of, like, positioned to get on this bike. So, as my swift action, can I, like, pick them up, and then we, then, on our, uh, on the turn, we, uh, move out the way? Yeah, swift action, they're on the bike. We're being so heroic right now, we're being so heroic. I'm filming all of this, so they know. So, like, just out of curiosity, I know they, like, partially dodged it. How bad did the Prius get damaged from this slam? <laughs> the Prius totally scrapes across this young bullet. There are spines stuck in the door going all the way across as it clips it, but it slides across the ice and lands and slows down before it hits a tree. Effectively, besides the, the spines and the side of it, it is fine. I'm just breathing a heavy sigh of relief, like, oh, Dante, you're fine. I want to kill that kid. <laughs> Top of the initiative, Terrence. Having to stay focused on that this corrupted creature is still alive in front of us, pulling my vision uh, back from Desmond to it, I will just don't want to waste any of my good spells yet. So I will just fire my uh, seeker pistol at this creature while still being where I'm at, safe and secure, thirty feet away. You're 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 distracted after seeing Dante, you know, get get hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. With the six, the bullet goes wide as a creature turns towards all of you on the rocks. Ruffle, you're on the back of the bike. Yes, I am on the back of the bike, which is safe and secure. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do what I... I'm on a cool bike with another rich, cool dude. This is a great day for me. I'm recording everything. It's going to be so heroic. I'm going to fire my heavy pistol. 18? Yeah, with an 18, the bullet pierces the front chitin of its second face, and the creature goes limp. I always knew these creatures were two-faced. Yeah, with, with alarming accuracy, just pulls this pistol out and isn't even that showy about it. Just shoots this thing in the face and puts the pistol back. And then the EDM starts again. Hey, nice shot. Thanks, bro. I mean, you know, I was trained in the military for a while, but it, it's nice to fully, like, let the girls out of their holsters again. Yeah, me too. What? What? What'd you say? What? Did, what? What'd you, what? Just, just confused, two confused people staring at each other. and just like, what? I think Lance would be next in the turn order, but he's uh, clearly not firing if the uh, creature's not moving. You need to keep an eye on it for a couple seconds or two, but he's also not going to order JK to, to engage. 
Um, just wait, watch for a second or two. Glance over at uh, Terrence, maybe. Lance can see the creature fall to the ground. The breathing is labored as you see kind of a black oil seep out of the hole from the bullet. The opalescent sheen on it still extends to its blood. And where that blood spills, you can see small bits of teeth and eyelids form where the blood leaks across the ground before the creature's breathing slows to a stop. And the eyes finally close and the teeth clack together. Oh, that is not helpful. That is not supposed to look like that, right? I, I'm not an expert, but that doesn't seem good. Rothel, you fucked that thing up. Let's tend to have one head at the regular level of eyelids and teeth, which is, you know, 64. Bro, we did it together. Terence, I am sorry about the Prius, but you now have a very cool spiked door from that encounter. You're welcome. I don't know if cool. It's gonna look sick in the videos. Oh yeah, I show them. I've got like, a, I've already like edited together like a full like action reel to like put up on the jumbotron it, like it's gonna be great it's gonna look sick new gloves are coming on i'm uh to hand jk uh hand my rifle off to jk and cautiously move closer parents cover me i i got it i'm going to uh have a ray of frost ready in case anything starts moving i'm nervous as fuck there's too many eyelids too many teeth but uh also yeah yeah i need to see what's going on here Perfect. As you approach the body, what are you trying to get from it? Oh, I'm definitely trying to find out what's going on. And while uh, I think survival may be my better check, I think heal probably is a slightly more accurate one for what I'm trying to figure out. But I don't think I'm really good with weird physiology. So, uh... The 12, much like the Yeti, you can tell this creature probably ingested the same chemical or drug or whatever. Ooh, ingest. The same effects are here. So... This feels like a natural continuation. If the Yeti hadn't been killed by its fellows, similar mutations would have incur occurred. A hundred percent. Though you can't tell what it is, you can tell this is what would come of that. Fuck. So I guess problem solved. I think Desmond would like whisper to Rothel like like while they're uh, like while um, Lance is like closer like should we just kind of leave? We got the video right. I'm gonna look back over to to Humble. Hey, Humble, if you if you got Oboe on the radio, we we need to cancel this. There is there's a weird mutation aberration going on. We cannot have people up in this area at the moment. See, before I would have disagreed with you, but now I've seen this. It has too many eyelids, and I'm not okay with that. It's got two heads. It shouldn't have two heads. It shouldn't. I just thought they looked like that. It shouldn't have. No. Okay. One, <laughs> one head. Sixty-four teeth. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm gonna see if Obra's, like, phoned me back on the radio, like, contacted me since I sent him the message. But think of how sick the videos can be. Already sent it to the marketing department, it'll be great. Okay. Yeah, Obro is responding back with, like, I'm hearing you loud and clear, you're doing great, this is awesome. Okay, but this thing has so many eyelids, Obra, and it got black goo on my shoes, and also I had to shoot it in one of its heads, and this thing has two heads, and it shouldn't have two heads. Apparently, that's not what they're supposed to look like. Um, I was just playing the noises. Can we, like, do something about that? You're fucking great. Keep shooting. Literally or figuratively? You are still broadcasting out, but he's not broadcasting it. Oh, okay. So, could I could I determine if that's because I've lost signal, or is something bad happening? Your signal is down to about, like, one bar out of five. Well, it seems like the signal's down, friends. So, is there any more of this stuff around? Like, did you bring Jeff with you? 
Uh, we did not bring that. Fuck, he's got the radio. It still works up in the canyon. So the race is on. No. I think no. the race for now is is off. But this race is now on. But that race is off. But they don't know the race is off. So our race is still on. On. Yeah, you guys know you have about 40 minutes till the race would technically resume based on uh, Rothel's direction. Okay, I can hold them for 30 to 40 minutes. Can we get this all cleared up in that time frame? No. No. Fuck no. <laughs> this is going to take a couple I'm... weeks, a month. We need people. You need a platoon. Like, we need to search this area. I'm hearing a lot of no's, and that's not very, like, out-of-the-box solution-based thinking for me. So then, here, let's frame it this way. Yes, we're going to look in the area. Yes, we're going to go check out, most likely, this the facility. Because, yes, there's odd things afoot. And, yes, that young whippersnapper over there is going to buy me a new door for my car. He's very rich. He can't afford to buy you a new door for the car. And in alignment. I, I mean, I mean, to be fair, your Prius needed a better look, okay? <laughs> to be fair. It looks way more badass with the spikes in it. It does look pretty good. Also, Terrence, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. He just took it up all of, like, Ammon Canyon, and I didn't think that was possible. Like, that's yeah. kind of impressive. There's 400, like, 400, like, feet elevation gain. That's not easy. There's no roads. And that's with all the Gatorade still in the back. We still have all of the Gatorade in there. I'm looking in the back. Where's my blue Gatorade? You know, I think, I think it fell out. It just kind of jumped out during, you know, the shaking of going uphill, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. Blue Gatorade's not that good anyway, so. I'm, uh, I'm grabbing my rifle again, making sure it's reloaded. Terrence, do you have any of those uh, GPS markers that you use for some of these cases? We should really mark this body, get more people up here, but we need to, we need to move. I keep oh, cases the Gatorade, I'm sorry. I'm going to do what I, I normally do when I need to mark something. I'm going to go over and touch it and put an arcane mark on the body. Perfect. I would like to send one of the globes back. Can I, like, pre-record a message and put it on, on one of the globes and send it back? Is that a thing that Yeah, absolutely. Happen? Okay, great. I'm going to do that and send that direct... I'm going to send it... You, Jeff seems pretty reliable. He seems to know this druid person who I don't know, so I'm going to send that to Jeff at checkpoint three, and then he should be able to send that on to the boss. But, um... Guys, I feel we need to go and clean this up. I feel we need to save the day. For that would be the noble thing to do. A nod. How many of those drones you got? Well, I have two left here now, but I can... I think the signal's going a bit, so I don't think I can call for any more. But I can Ask still see what that. they see on the pad. And I'm going to show him the pad. I'm, I'm going to look closer. Oh, that's handy. Oh, that's really handy. I just see. Okay, yeah. So we could send these on ahead to, to, to look out for danger, nobly, as we stay behind. Well, we're still, what's it, with this territory, we're still going to want to be pretty close, but we, we need to, I don't know, do we do we find where this came from, or do we head back to that facility? Hmm. There's, there's too much going on out here. So you guys don't actually know what caused this, right? I shake my head. No, this is this is weird. This is fucked up. And there's a facility that you think might be connected to it? Oh god, there's like four in this area, but there's one that's been occupied really recently, and this is a really recent problem, so it's the only thing that really checks out. Plus, I, uh, do some like mental math on my hand what maybe 25 minutes up on the off in that direction we have the bike we could get there faster i shake my head no no they used a helicopter to get to that one there's not nearly enough clearance what about the prius it still works that baby still goes challenge accepted you're not driving my car again. no 
I mean, my Jake bike's getting up there. Jake can make it, but wheels are not going to... You, you need to uh, make it. Well, like, this much? Like, two feet clearance, easily. Priest is not going to do it. My bike will. I I look over the bike and then just kind of shrug. I actually don't know what about bikes. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. It's okay, neither do I. I just know how to drive them. Okay, well, I can send the drones flying up ahead of us to check out what's there, and then we can see, and meanwhile, we can make our way towards there. Does that sound acceptable? I nod and look over to Terrence. Sure. Here. I can't race yet. So. Make the most sense that if there was a sick creature also taking shelter in a, a cave or unoccupied location would make sense as well. Does anybody get the feeling that this is like all the beginning of all some really weird fucked up movie? Yes, one where we obviously all survive at the end. Well, I mean, I will, I'm going to survive. I mean, I'm going to survive, so... Yeah, because so, we're the heroes, remember? We're the we're heroes. heroes. Yeah. Also, should we set this dead creature on fire? That seems like a good idea, right? I shake my head. No, no, Ter- Terrence marked it. We'll, we can we can find it back again. Hopefully nothing ingests it, but... There's like black sludge coming off of that thing. There are I don't so know many that... eyelids. Please, can we get rid of it? <laughs> There's like black sludge coming off that thing. I don't think that thing should be staying around. We're going to spend too much time trying to, to burn it up. It's better if we leave it. We can come back for it. It's not moving. Fire can make things worse. You don't, you don't want that atmosphere. Well, some people say guns make things worse, and obviously that's not the case. I'm going to set JK to follow mode at a 50-foot perimeter. <laughs> 50 foot behind me. I'm going to hop back on uh, my bike. I sit in the passenger seat of the Prius, expectantly waiting for someone to drive me. Walking. Definitely walking. I'm walking. I want to see how far I can get my Prius to go. Already. I'm in chaps. I'm not walking through the snow. <laughs> I'm shirtless in chaps. Yeah, it's kind of an emotional support bike, so I don't go anywhere without it. <laughs> Has it got like a little registration card for the bike? Absolutely. It's an emotional support bike. It is allowed in these establishments. Absolutely. The amount of therapists you had to pay off for that is uh, <laughs> unreal, but they got paid off. That's what counts. <laughs> Heading towards the, what was it? Down the Rossford? I don't know the name for, for this one. Rothford's still like an hour off into the, to the south. This is a, an unnamed one. I usually don't come up this far north. Our heroes begin to ascend into the respite mountain range, heading towards an unknown Mon Black side. They have themselves driving upon Dante, the wonderful Prius, as well as Jetty, the magical hover bike. As far as it being 20 minutes away, based on Rothel's description, we'll end the session with them approaching the footprints left over as they come across the black site with three young bullets covered in spines and opalescent scales trying to pound their way through the walls and doors get inside. Yeah, see, this shit's not normal. <laughs> and that's where we will call it for tonight. Yay! Hey. It seems fine. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. As usual, our intro and outro are by Nihilor. Songs you heard were Eternal Light and Authenticity. We also have a special track made by one of our good friends, AC Badgers, called Can You Believe It's Rush? I Can't. Well, if you enjoyed what you heard, like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. But otherwise, thanks for listening. Bye!